What's up? It's your girl, Renee Brianna, and welcome to the Beauty Boss Podcast. And here, we're talking everything A to Z in the beauty industry. I started my beauty business in my college dorm room doing makeovers for only $10, y'all. And now, I am an experienced and licensed beauty professional. I want to help you build your confidence as a boss in the beauty industry. It's your time. Make sure you lock in with me every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, what's up, y'all? And welcome back to the Beauty Boss Podcast. If this is your first time here, make sure you let me know. Tag me on all my social media platforms at Nate Faces. And of course, if it's not your first time, welcome back, girl. What's up, my beauty sister? Anyway, I am so excited for today's episode. If you are tuning in, let me know where you're tuning in from. I got some nationwide beauty bosses and I want to hear from y'all. So make sure you go ahead and let me know where you're tuning in from. And of course don't be stingy we're sharing some business gems in the beauty industry and of course i know it's season two so we have to apply that pressure right anyway please help me introduce special guest to today's episode brandon norwood who is one of my og creative friends and we just had a live chat the other day and of course i wanted to make sure that y'all had the inside scoop and the real behind everything so make sure you tune in with him lock in with him look at the description box below so that way you can get connected to everything that he has going on with the Delaware Fashion Alliance. All the details are linked below. Make sure you sign up for his show too. He's having a show April 1st, 2023 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in Delaware. So if you're there and you're able to go, definitely make sure you show up and show some love. What your title was, you said, I'm a beauty artist and I'm starting the Beauty Boss League, right? So you've over time have acquired this knowledge on how you run your business. And if you ask me, I'm very quick amount of time. Because you graduated probably, what, maybe... 2021. Two, yeah, two years ago, right? Not, was that even two years? That's been two, four years? Because we... No, we just hit 2023. No, it's not two, four years yet. Almost in May, right? No, no, no. Because technically, I graduated December 2021. Okay. So, I'm at the end. But it's it's, sne- it's sneaking up. It is sneaking up. Yeah. But nonetheless, like, that's still quick, right, to understand all of these different things. I know people who've been business for an extended period of time who still have horrible websites. Um, And knowing that a lot of the the customers and people who are shopping for beauty products and supplies and services are online doing those things today. They don't have websites. The websites are horrible. When you send emails to them, they don't respond or it takes forever to respond. Um, And that really makes that a significant difference, you know, business-wise, right? You can be the best, you know, person highly skilled as it relates to hairstyling, makeup, artistry, anything like that, right? But if you, the, the touch points that you have in place when you when a customer reaches out, like, aren't on point, they're going to walk away and find somebody else. Yeah. And this create a market of people who all do the same thing. Yeah. And so establishing your, di- differentiating yourself among a, a, a ton of people, it's important to have these businesses. So, um, like I said, I'm really big on working with people where they are. So it doesn't matter like what you are doing, what you're involved with. Like, say, for instance, you're working part time, but you're still working on your business. I can meet you where you are. So pretty much like when you join, pretty much registration opens up every month at the end of the month for like the next month. So say, for instance, for the the March um, new people have already joined. So um, the next registration opens 
opening will be March 31st. You can register for free. You can join for free. General membership is free. It's just that pretty much what I'm doing is I'm limiting how many people can join at once so I can meet each and every one of the people that are joining and keep it intimate so nonetheless like it opens at the end of the month but what you can do is like how you want to get involved depending on like where you're at or how serious you're ready to like revamp your business or learn more for your business there are events that you can be a part of that are free and both like workshop type type of events one-on-one service opportunities so if you just need that direct coaching and you don't want to really do it in like a group setting because trust me like to me I feel like sometimes you can get mixed results with that so like you know if somebody wants a one-on-one learning type of um situation with me then pretty much we can set it up like on a one-on-one basis but you know it's other ways that people can get involved there's a broad group chat that's available so pretty much I'll send up like some motivational content or some updates that are happening within our community and just making sure that I keep everybody close and just making sure that we're continuing to build and you know just forming that um you know, just forming that bridge. We got people that's joining from nationwide, whether it be LA, Miami, Texas. It's actually weird to say that because like I didn't see this coming like at all last year. Okay, but we have some Beauty Boss League members nationwide. If you are a Beauty Boss League member that's on this live, what's up? Um, if you definitely want to get locked in with the Beauty Boss League, my link is in my bio. Just click the link and you can lock in and just get up on the wait- waiting list and pretty much you'll be the first person I send the registration to. Hey, neighbors, you're invited to the Beauty and Brunch live and virtual makeup event. I'm going to be teaching some of my favorite techniques and giving you all the inside details about all my favorite products and why I use them. If this makeup class sounds like something you'll be interested in, make sure you click the link in my description box below for more ticket details. Hey. Absolutely. Hey guys, uh, my name is Vinay. I go by either Nay or Vinay Brianna. It's like whatever you kind of were introduced to me as. <laughs> you know, some people call me Nay, some people call me Vinay, but yeah. <laughs> but I would say, I would say, like, if I'm actually like, I am a prof- I'm a pro beauty artist and a licensed esthetician. I do services. I'm also a mentor, a coach, and um. Yeah, like, I ain't gonna hold you. I started doing makeup in my dorm room for $10, and we're here. So, God is good. Yeah. To to him, I give the glory, because I don't know how it happened, but I'm here. <laughs> in the industry, at the end of the day. Yeah. One of the things that kind of stuck with me with you was just, like, you kind of, you didn't have to, like, wait on you to do much of anything. Like, you was, look, I, I want this opportunity, here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. just, like... Went about your, you know, went about your business and was really, really serious about that. So I appreciated that. Nah, facts. Um, Thank I think you. that was back in like 2018. You came and did the uh, yeah. show as a makeup artist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you mentioned it a little bit. Just kind of want to get into your story a little bit just to understand so people, the audience can really understand like how much of a grinder you are. Right? Like how yeah. you really put in that work and went about it. My mom was introducing me to the game when I was like the the beauty game when I was a kid. So it was kind of like in me. And I guess like when I went to school, I was like, okay, you know, I can rock with this. I just, you know, I don't really want to work in no food stuff. Like I want to see what I can do, you know. So it just was like one. I knew that 
as much as people try to put a cap on you, like when you go to college, you got to either choose this, that, this, this, that. I didn't want to stick to just one lane of things, you know, because for me, if I'm being real, my my the college thing, I really was trying my hardest to avoid it. Like I was just trying to go straight to like the art school or something, you know, that I could continue to be a creative because I didn't want to feel like I was locked down. So it was really like my way of like expressing myself trying to still get my freedom, you know, that creative freedom, because it felt like it was so tense. I was a pre, you know, pre-nursing major at the time before I became a business major. So it was just like a lot of like switches. But so I would say I just wanted to. Early on in your college career, like you wanted to eventually end up in uh, a creative room. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, you know, like I, I love science, but I was just like, mm, nah, I'm a, I, it, it just wasn't from me all the way. That's why I had to switch. Yeah. Make sure you tag me at Nayfaces. If you're feeling the content so far, let me know your thoughts. How are you feeling? Do you agree with everything that we're talking about right now? Like, does anything resonate with you? If it does, I want to know about it. Like, seriously, I want you to communicate with me. You know, if you're listening, your thoughts, your opinions, they matter. So make sure you lock in with us, tag me on all the socials, and keep listening for more Beauty Business Gems. Owning those skills that you learn because they eventually can translate to some other career path thing that you choose. I totally agree. Because it's like, why keep yourself in the box? You know what I'm saying? Like that whole mentality when you go to college, people feel like if you choose a major, you have to stick exactly with that. Now, it's nice if you could use it in some way to whatever you're going to do. You know, like don't choose something that you really just don't want to learn about. But yeah, having other yeah skills. You per- You said it perfectly. I agree. And so, I mean, early on getting started in school, wanted to make some money, was in a nursing major, but couldn't really, like, get with it all the way. You wanted to have the opportunity and freedom for creativity, right? So, in embarking on your journey to kind of be creative, was there anything that you did that, like, or that you encountered in that path that were setbacks for you during that time? Hmm. As far as, like, my creative flow, like, something that was setting me back? I mean, so... I mean, you had in your mind that you eventually wanted to migrate to like a creative field, a creative role. Correct. But in the process or along that journey, were there any setbacks trying to get there? Or I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, if I'm being real, like the the realness of like having to choose something to support myself with and like like stand on it wholeheartedly to the point that I can excel no matter if I fall or win. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Either way, like, I just didn't want a regular nine to five. So I just was like, um, you know, I feel like me leaning into like reality, it was kind of killing my dreams. So I would like kind of, even though I was being consistent at times, I would like pull back some because like I started like thinking about like, is this actually going to work? Like, am I going to get out? Am I going to come out of college with a full fledged business? Like, you know, I I, I didn't really know. So that that self-doubt. I would say kind of did, did me in for real, you know? Well, I mean, so again, though, I'm thinking about it, though, like 18, 19, 20 years old, where do you get this mindset from that's like, considering all of these things down the road and like, it's so, I mean, people go to school, they go to college, of course they want to have fun, but that's as far as that mind really goes. But it seems like you, you went to this joint, like, all right, that here's, I got to move some way. Yeah. Where'd you get that from? 
My mom, my mom. I'm so serious. Like I grew up watching my mother. She was uh, really heavy in the Mary Kay scene. She was a Mary Kay director. So growing up, I saw it firsthand. I saw my mom like grinding. We going to people houses, telling other people about the products. She giving me the cards. Like we in Baltimore City. She like giving me the cards. Yeah, go get us to so-and-so. I said, okay. Hi, my mom's name is, you know, like she had me like introducing myself and really getting out there and, you know, really forcing me to like, just not be afraid to speak up. And like that, she she taught me that from a young age. So just like, you know, learning from my mom, seeing how she did things, I kind of like gravitated it towards it. And I didn't even realize until college that it was in me that deep that I had that entrepreneurial spirit. But I, the truth is, I've always had like a set apart type of spirit because I never felt like I fit in. So, again, you're, you're kind of walking on this journey, right? In college, you, you decide that, you know what, this is... I gotta find somebody to really make money. You get into doing a lot of makeup. Talk a little bit more about that, like ten dollar makeup beats in college. <laughs> okay, first and foremost, I knew that what I was creating was an undeniable offer, and I knew that it was going to be more marketing than it would be a, a harm to me. But I also, I was just throwing all my eggs in one basket because I didn't know any other way to get college students in the door to at least allow me to try to continue to, you know, do something that I was comfortable with back home. So, you know, I was just kind of throwing shots in the dark, but, you know, ended up making a, a, a pathway of life for myself because like, even though I might've thought I was taking L's, like I was actually building little by little. So, you know, like I, I would just say like personally, really, I also, I saw a lot of businesses on campus too. So I was like, hmm, why am I not doing that? You know, like, why not me? So it took like a little bit of courage to like start taking myself seriously. But the more that I became serious about myself, the more that I became serious about my passion, that's when I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Yeah, I would say, so now it is, we're in 2023. I started when I was 17. So I'm going to say from now until then, each year I have had to like develop, professionally develop myself. And you'll find that the longer that you're in business, the longer you have to, you know, just keep you know, developing, keep tweaking, keep looking for ways to solve problems. But I would say, you know, coming out of college or like in an in-between stage where I figured out like, okay, I'm actually creating traction. So now I have to start putting boundaries in place. So I had to start tweaking my policies and making sure that everything was right. You know, like just from how 
like like I told you how serious I wanted to be taken. Like I realized that in the back end, like I had to make sure that the business was running smoothly. And, you know, not only just the funds coming in, are the funds organized? How do I have this set up? How do, how do, how is this going to affect me five years from now? The financial decisions that I'm making now with my money or how I'm spending it, how is this going to affect me? So I started thinking about that like times 10 every year. Because like you as an entrepreneur, it's like, yes, you're doing it by yourself, but you really are at times like doing it by yourself. And until you can afford to pay to pay people to help you, you're going to have to find a way to be, you know, let's say we need to find a way to creatively bridge the gap because you're not always going to have the funds to figure things out or like test test the waters or stuff. Sometimes the budget is the budget. Like it's no stretching over 50 cents or 75. It's just, you know, you have to stick to procedures. So I would say each year I had to step up my procedures, how I talked about my business, you know, like just the whole nine, you know? So I would say fast forward, business practices that people do but like when people they just jump in right whether you be a makeup artist maybe a photographer and all of those things what are some of the stuff that they just miss uh naturally first and foremost organization mm-hmm. organization 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 reason why is because people think that okay i got my little clients lined up in my little phone book okay but what's the funds looking like What's what's your expenses look like? You got a budget. Do you know what you're supposed to be like bringing in sales wise so you can meet your bills or whatever else you have coming up? So it's a lot of things I would say definitely as far as organization. And another thing that can happen that people just drop the ball on is customer service. You know, people feel like customer service like if I respond that's customer service but it's like you know it's a way that you talk to people it's a way that you talk to them so you know like it can be a fair exchange so you know how you handle people and stuff like that to piggyback on that customer service reliability is very important because if you are telling somebody that you're going to be there you need to be there you need to be there on time be fully committed commitment is very important to customer service if you are not committed like let's say the the service time like that they they have booked with you is two hours and you go below the two hours because you're hungry and you want to get some McDonald's so you cut the service short and you don't finish it like that's not customer service or you rush through it or if you have some if you didn't time it correctly you got people overlapping into each other so now you're rushing somebody else out the door now sometimes things do happen where we might miss the mark but how you handle it on the back end if the customer raises an issue how are you going to handle them are you going to offer them some accommodation and i would say three um definitely invest in some good systems because until you're able to afford to actually get a person to help you relying on really good systems is definitely a lifesaver a time saver i would say like systems like for for my service provider people i would say acuity scheduling and um quickbooks what's up beauty bosses and welcome back to the beauty boss podcast recap and um yeah like this this interview we talked about a lot so you know if you learned anything from today's episode one i want to know about it so make sure you tag me let me know how you feeling what did you take from today's episode like did anything stick out to you 
Do you agree with anything? Do you have any opinions on anything? Make sure you tag me at Nay Faces. Give me an opinion. Let me know what you're thinking. Make sure you share this with a friend. Lock in with our community. The description box is below. Has all the links on how you can connect with me, the BD Boss League, and everything that's to come for Nay Faces. So, you know, I appreciate y'all locking in another week in a row, baby. Season two. Okay? Episode two. And we out. <laughs> Thanks for locking in. I'll see y'all next week at 7.